The Virtual CISO Moment is brought to you by VCISO Services. VCISO Services' mission and calling is to provide quality cybersecurity and information security consulting and expertise for small and mid-sized businesses. While they are a leading provider of qualified and experienced virtual CISOs, they offer much more. Check them out at vcisoservices.com. Hi, I'm Greg Schaefer, and welcome to the Virtual CISO Moment Quick Strike, Cybersecurity Quick Strike for Monday, May 15th, 2023. We start out today from Bleeping Computer. Hackers are actively exploiting a recently fixed vulnerability in the WordPress Advanced Custom Fields plugin roughly 24 hours after a proof of concept, POC, exploit was made public. This vulnerability in question is CVE. 2023-30777, a high-severity reflected cross-site scripting, XSS, because we like acronyms, flaw that allows unauth unauthenticated attackers to steal sensitive information and escalate their privileges on impacted WordPress sites. So check to see if you have a WordPress site if you are vulnerable. Now, this flaw was discovered by website security company Patchstack on May 2nd of this year and was disclosed along with a proof-of-concept exploit on May 5th, a day after the plugin vendor had released a security update with version 6.1.6. Now, as the Acme Security Intelligence Group, SIG, reported earlier, starting May 6, 2023, they observed a significant scanning and exploitation activity using, get this, the sample code provided in Patchstack's write-up. Quote, the Acme SIG analyzed XSS data identified attacks starting within 24 hours of the exploit POC being made public from the report. And continuing on, what is particularly interesting, and I would agree with this, what is particularly interesting about this is the query itself. The threat actor copied and used the pack, patch stack sample code from the write-up. Interesting stuff. Security Affairs reports UK outsourcing giant Capita is informing customers that their data may have been stolen in the cyber attack that hit the company in early April. In early April, that UK outsourcing giant confirmed that its staff was locked out of their accounts on the Friday after a cyber incident. Now, Capita is one of the government's biggest suppliers Many contracts, and this is reported by The Guardian, the outsourcing firm signed, I guess it looks like they have 6.5 billion pounds of public sector, sector contracts. The outsourcing firm signed numerous contracts with the Ministry of Defense. In an update shared on April 3rd about the incident, the company had announced that it had experienced a cyber incident primarily impacting access to internal Microsoft Office 365 applications. Not good. The attack disrupted some services provided to individual clients, but the company pointed out the majority of its client services were not impacted. Bitdefender provides cybersecurity solutions with leading security, efficacy, performance, and ease of use to small and medium businesses, mid-market enterprises, and consumers. Guided by a vision to be the world's most trusted cybersecurity solutions provider, Bitdefender is committed to defending organizations and individuals around the globe against cyber attacks to transform and improve their digital experience. 
And please click on the Bitdefender link in the show notes. It helps keep this podcast going. From InfoSecurity Magazine, U.S. authorities have accused a 55-year-old doctor of developing, selling, and renting out ransomware to cybercriminals worldwide. Moises Luis Zagala Gonzalez, a.k.a. Nosophorus, I don't know you're going to try to pronounce these other, the second one, the third one is Nebuchadnezzar, is a French and Venezuelan citizen. The cardiologist who lives in Ciudad Boulevard in Venezuela has been charged with attempted computer intrusions and conspiracy to commit computer intrusions, according to the Department of Justice. He's accused of developing the Jigsaw version 2 variant, which features a doomsday counter that completely erases a victim's hard drive if they try and fail to get rid of the malware too many times. That's pretty nefarious. Zagala is also ranked to ransomware as a service, RAAS, because offering Thanos, which allows citizens or clients rather to customize it, then then use or rent it out to others. Affiliates were given access to the RAS builder in return for a share of the profits from any subsequent attacks, the Department of Justice said. And the doctor apparently spent considerable time telling customers, though, how to use its products online, receiving payment in both fiat and cryptocurrency. A Floridian relative's PayPal account is used to receive some funds, or so it is alleged. From Brave, if you're familiar with Brave, they are a browser company that produce a browser. It's called Brave. The browser company said on their blog that most web browsers are finally getting serious about limiting third-party tracking on the web. And while no browser is as aggressive as Brave, according to their blog, third-party trackers are taking notice of the trend. In response, third parties are increasingly relying on first-party storage to continue tracking users. Forgetful browsing from Brave is the first in a series of upcoming tools that Brave has planned to continue protecting Brave users and address first-party re-identification. Starting with desktop version 1.53 and Android version 1.541, Brave browsers will include a new feature called forgetful browsing. This allows users to always clear cookies and other storage when the site is closed. That's very interesting. Forgetful browsing can help you with the following three things. Be automatically logged out of a site when it's closed. That's good. Avoid being rate limited by a site. In other words, you have X number of articles left to view. That's interesting. And generally prevent sites from re-identifying you across visits. Forgetful browsing is similar to, but more powerful and protective than popular browsing extensions and private browsing modes. It's another example of Braves offering the most powerful privacy features of any popular browser. Again, that's from their blog post, not necessarily the opinion of this podcaster. However, I will say that one thing about the limiting of articles, that's going to be rather interesting to watch because that's how news organizations actually gain subscribers. It's, it's, you have a paywall, but you give a few free articles so that you can get an idea of the site. So I wouldn't be surprised if this escalates some sort of a Cold War conflict, if you will, as far as changing features. 
From the Hacker News, new phishing as a service platform lets cyber criminals generate convincing phishing pages, just what we needed. A new phishing as a service, which is P-H-A-A-S or P-A-A-S, depending upon which acronym you prefer. I prefer the former because P-A-A-S could be platform as a service. This new phishing as a service platform is named Greatness, has been leveraged by cyber criminals to target business users of the Microsoft 365 cloud service that since at least mid-2022, effectively lowering the bar for entry for phishing attacks. Greatness for now is only focused on Microsoft 365 phishing pages, providing its affiliates with an attachment and link builder that creates highly convincing decoy and login pages. Cisco Telios or Telos researcher Tiago Pieria said it contains features such as having the victim's email address pre-filled and displaying their appropriate company logo and background image extracted from the target organization's real Microsoft 365 login page, the quote continues. Now, campaigns involving greatness have mainly manufacturing, healthcare, and technology entities located in the United States, the UK, Australia, South Africa, and Canada with a spike in activity detected in December of 2022 and March of this year. You're going to like this one or not like it, depending. Reuters reports more than 2 million Toyota users face risk of vehicle data leak in Japan. So Toyota said on Friday that the vehicle data of 2.15 million users in Japan, or almost the entire customer base who signed up for its main cloud service platform since 2012, hold that date for a second in your mind, has been publicly available for a decade due to a human error. The incident, which also affected customers of his luxury brand Lexus, comes as the world's biggest automaker by sales, makes a push into vehicle connectivity and cloud-based data management, which are seen as crucial to offering autonomous driving and other artificial intelligence-backed features. The issue, which began in November of 2013 and lasted until mid-April of this year, stemmed from human error, leading to a cloud system being set to public instead of private. Toyota spokesman said it could encompass details such as vehicle locations and identification numbers of vehicle devices, but there are no reports of malicious use. Quote, there was a lack of active detection mechanisms and activities to detect the presence or absence of things that became public, the spokesperson said in response to why it took so long to realize there had been an error. Now, Toyota did say it would introduce a system to audit cloud settings, establish a system to continuously monitor settings, but and thoroughly educate employees on data handling rules. A little bit of commentary on my part. I already don't have the big warm fuzzy as far as autonomous vehicles, either driving them or being on the same roads as them. And this does nothing to increase any little bit of confidence that I may have. Finally, Sophos reports on their naked security blog, the cyber crook got six, six years for ransoming his own employer. It's probably not a good career move. Start, starting in December of 2020, the crime unfolded as follows. The attacker broke in via an unknown security hole. The attacker acquired sysadmin powers on the network. Attacker stole gigabytes of confidential data. Attacker messed with system logs to cover their tracks. Attacker demanded 50 Bitcoin, then worth about 2 million to hush things up. 
attacker then docks the victim when the blackmail was not paid. Now, remember, they realize this is an, an employee. They find out later on. Doxing, if you're not familiar with the term, is shorthand jargon for deliberately releasing documents about a person or company to put them at risk of physical, financial, or other harm. When cyber criminals dox individuals they don't like or with whom they have a, a score that they want to settle, the idea is often to put the victim at risk from, or at least in fear of, a physical attack. For example, accusing them of a heinous crime, wishing vigilante justice on them, and then telling everyone where they live. Now, within three months of the start of the attack, the FBI had raided the home of soon-to-be ex-senior coder Nicholas Sharp, then in his mid-30s, suspecting him of being the perpetrator. In fact, Sharp, in his capacity as a senior developer at the company, was apparently helping to remediate his own attack by day while trying to extort the $2 million ransom at night. As part of the bus, cops seized various computer devices, including what turned out to be the laptop that Sharp used when attacking his own employer, and questioned Sharp about his alleged role in the crime. While Sharp pled guilty this past February, he was sentenced this week to spend six years in prison, followed by three years on parole, and instructed to pay restitution of over one or just over $1.5 million goes to prove the old adage that crime does not pay. Usually not a good career move either. That's it for today. Tomorrow we have Leon Cooperman. He is with Cast AI. If you're looking to cut cloud computing costs, give it a listen. Please, once again, give our sponsor, Bitdefender, a click. We would appreciate that. Again, it helps keep the bills paid here at the virtual CISO moment. Hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. And until next time, Stay secure.